Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first, and their covered wagons, they find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. This is Juliette Lamar. We have with us today the co-founder and CPO of Losant.com. Welcome, Brandon Kennedy. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you. So why don't you go ahead and just give us an overview of what Losant is and what we should be looking out for. Absolutely. Uh, so Losant is an IoT, Internet of Things, uh, development platform. So uh, really the problem we solve is making it easier when our customers and companies want to bring to market, you know, whatever it is their IoT solution or experience might be. Um, you know, when we look out at what's being built, usually it takes a lot of different types of devices, a lot of different sources of data and information, and all that has to come together uh, in a pretty easy way in order to build something interesting on top of it. Uh, so really what LoSant is, is we are a tool, cloud platform, um, that makes it easy to bring all of this information together and then we provide a set of tools on which our customers uh, develop and take to market their specific solution or IoT experience. Wonderful. So when someone comes to you with their product or their marketing, uh, give us like a step-by-step -step play of what would happen if they wanted to use your product. Yeah, absolutely. So it varies a little bit. Sometimes our customers are a little bit farther along in the ideas or what they want to build. You know, we kind of fit in this digital transformation era. IoT is kind of a tool for that. 
And um, there's still a little bit of education involved. Sometimes a customer comes and says, well, you know, we want to adopt this technology. Can you help us? Uh, so we can start there. Our team can come in and, and really help them through that journey, help them finalize their idea, uh, and then really start building it out from there. Um, other times, customers come to us and they've got it all figured out. They know the hardware they want to use. They know the sensors they want to use. They know how they want to get this data connected. And really, we come in and just provide them a tool. And um, so the more sophisticated customers, maybe they've got some internal development resources. Their team can take over, run with our technology. We, we're kind of hands-off. Uh, in the other case, if we're a little more hands-on, we've got our internal group. And you know, we'll, we'll start with something like a proof of concept that might run for couple of weeks or a month, show them the value, prove to them that there's something real here. And uh, at that point, they can start taking it to production, get it out in the hands of their customers. Absolutely. And you are available for all different kinds of things. You've got the industrial Internet of Things, healthcare, your connected products, tracking. You know, Why don't you give us a little bit of insight into those different solutions that you provide and, and what makes them different for LoSant? Yeah, LoSant, at the end of the day, we're a technology provider. So our technology can be applied in a lot of different industries. Uh, we find a lot of momentum right now in the industrial IoT space. That's where a lot of the investment is. So a lot of our customers kind of focus on that, and we've got a lot of interesting use cases around that. Um, but we see a lot of other stuff, especially in smart office. That's a big area. There's a lot of companies trying to uh, move away from kind of the fixed conference room, fixed desks. Uh, they want to go to huddle rooms or maybe flex desking, but that introduces uh, new types of problems that can be solved by IoT. Uh, and then we get into, you know, consumer products, connected devices, and a little bit on the kind of the, the consumer packaged goods side, and then assembly manufacturing. You know, so a lot of different use cases can live on top of the technology we provide, but we see a lot of interesting stuff in that industrial space and that smart office space. Because you're offering this, this fully integrated IoT experience platform for these different these different companies and these different ideas that are coming forward. Yeah, that's correct. So it takes a lot of moving pieces to realize an IoT product. So um, when we when we kind of call that that fully unified or maybe full stack, really we live in the software space. So we've got tools that start down at the edge compute layer. That's a relatively new offering from us, the, the LoSAN edge compute. That's taking some of that business logic, some of that number crunching, pushing that back onto the device itself where it might make more sense. And then we've got all the tools moving up the stack, device management, visualizations, our dashboarding is a really popular first place. There's so many customers that they've just never been able to see their data ever. It's kind of always existed, never really went anywhere. They've never made use of it. So just being able to see it for the first time can be uh, really valuable. Then as we move up, our workflow engine, that's a really big key uh, piece of functionality for us. It's visual, it's drag and drop. It's really easy for our customers to get in there and really define that intelligence that's happening on top of all that data coming in. And then we got that end user experiences. So uh, whatever it is you want to push out, whatever you want your users to interface with, maybe it's a mobile app, maybe it's a website, maybe it's internal and you've got uh, some department managers or uh, facilities managers that want to work with that data internally, all that can be built all the way down from the device logic all the way up to that end user experience. That's really where we play and we, we kind of have this unified environment that brings all that together, make it real easy to build on top of. For for a platform and for, for a technology that is this in-depth, you know, you have to have all these moving pieces working in conjunction. What are some of the major problems in the industry, really, and how are you changing those problems and creating solutions specifically for LoSant? 
Yeah, the, the first problem people run into is going to be the disparity. So if a solution requires a few different types of sensor data, there, there's really no one-size-fits-all hardware solution. So they're probably going to have to pick some stuff from vendor A, pick some stuff from vendor B, and those things don't talk on the same wavelength. So that's problem number one is I've, now I've got data coming from two sources that look totally different. And then they've already got data. Every customer already has information. Maybe it's an ERP system. Maybe it's some customer database that, that already exists, and you want to tap into that as well. You've got to bring the sensor data coming in from different forms. You've got to be able to interface it with some existing data you might already have that's in different forms. So all this information is coming at you in a million different forms. The biggest problem is just how do we combine that together in a way we can work with? And that, that's really kind of the first layer of LOSAN. We call it kind of normalizing this information with a lot of tools to bring data in from a lot of different sources. And then we provide that single tool to work with it on top of all that. Yeah, bringing it down to a, a usable platform for people to grasp all the pieces in one small location. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what, where do you really see the industry as a whole and LOSANT going within the next three to five years? What are your big-term goals? Yeah, so the, the industry has done a, a really good job of um, of really figuring out where the return on investment is over the last, I'll say, a year or a year and a half. So um, whereas a year ago, a lot of our time was spent in the educational phase, you know, a potential customer would come to us. They didn't really know, you know, where they should start, you know, what they should do to, to really get that return. Um, we're kind of past that now. And we're really, we're we're kind of just ending on the you know, small project proof of phase, uh, proof of concept phase of IoT as well. So over the last year, companies have figured it out. They know where IoT plays. They know the return. I'd say over 2017, we had a lot of uh, companies kicking the tires. They were, they were starting out small, these proof of concepts. Now we're starting to see some large-scale deployments. Uh, for us, we see it in a lot of the industrial space. Again, a lot of um, a lot of opportunity in kind of the maintenance space. Um, but yeah, moving forward, we're going to see a lot more companies start uh, figuring it out, starting to identify the actual value. They've gone through these the learning process. They've gone through their proof of concept phases. And now they're starting to roll out some large production apps. And, you know, we see, especially through, you know, the news and podcasts, you know, the community right now, the IoT community is really hungry for these real world examples that kind of demonstrate the, the real power that's out there. And we're really going to start seeing that uh, over the next year or two. Yeah, people, people now that they actually can, can wrap their minds around the concept of all this and it's becoming mainstream, you know, they want more and more. And that, that ball is now rolling a lot faster because that is what people are now expecting. Yeah, that, that's, that's absolutely right. So, you know, kind of the first phase people start with when they think, let's bring some IoT in is they kind of do their brainstorming session and then they come up with a ton of ideas. And uh, some of them are good, some of them are bad. And um, what we found was, was they didn't really know which ones could work or not. Um, but now they can kind of point to some other success stories out there and say, hey, we, we have that similar problem. You know, this other company has already done it successfully using IoT technology. Uh, we can kind of take their learnings and apply it uh, to our own company. So it's going to it's kind of builds on itself, and we're going to get this momentum uh, that we've already seen starting the, the kind of the second half of 2017. This kind of momentum and this building on each other has really started well. And LoSant is there for its customers in in whatever capacity you wish. You you seem to be able 
you offer you know education, a little more hand-holding for people who are just starting out. And then if you come in with exactly what you want, it could also be almost not automated, but it could be it could be very just simple involvement with this client. Yeah, yeah. So you know, at the end of the day, our core product is a is a cloud service. You know that you know we can take handle all of that vast amount of IoT data. You don't have to worry about it. It is secure. It's going to scale. Uh, we're we're a cloud service, a technology provider to to, um, to bring all this together. But you know, we knew we kind of have to wrap around that core offering with some service capabilities. You know, especially a lot of these organizations, they just don't have uh, internal staffing. You know, they're they're optimized for their core business, um, and uh, they may not have the developers in house that that know how to do this. And it could be really time consuming and costly to bring that team on board. Uh, so we do have that internal services group uh, to really help companies starting all the way ideation. You know, we've kind of led and sat in on you know the calm innovation sessions. Uh, to kind of bounce and brainstorm some ideas with these companies, figure out where their problems are. You know, we've seen a lot of customers kind of in similar spaces, so we do have a lot to offer in that in that regard. And then we can help them through that proof of concept phase, um, make sure they can prove the value. You know, you want to, you know, basically you want to fail fast. If it's not going to work, great. You didn't do a huge investment, it wasn't a big deal. Move on to the next one that might work. Uh, but all of that usually is um, is built on top of our core technology, kind of about that core platform service that we provide to to make that development easy and quick. I love how you say you want to fail fast, and that is so true because if something's going to be a failure, you'd like to spend the least amount of time on it so that you can start on the next planning stage of something that would work better. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, you know, we've we've definitely all heard the stories and read the news articles. We see it a lot at, you know, really big companies and, you know, sometimes in government where uh, they'll invest just a tremendous amount of time and money into a project and end up discovering fairly late into the process that it uh, didn't quite work out. Maybe the customers didn't really like it. Maybe the technology wasn't mature enough to, to handle their, their vision. Um, but you definitely don't want to go through that process yourself. You want to you want to find out early that it's not going to work and move on. Absolutely. And Los Santos partnered with a lot of really big names that put a lot of trust into what you're doing and can speak for themselves in, in regard to what they've invested in and what they've they've given their time to. Um, yeah, you know, we've been fortunate as a fairly young company to really gain the the trust of some really big brands that have put some really compelling solutions on top of um, our products. So um, one of our earliest, one of our biggest, um, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, uh, they built a conference room system, kind of eliminate that first 10 to 15 minutes of wasted effort. You know, we've all suffered through this. You walk into a conference room and you got to fiddle with all the cords to get a computer working. They put a really slick... Um, <laughs> A product together to to really streamline that. All that's built on top of um, our product, and um, along with them, uh, we've got Verizon. Verizon's done a very cool uh, kind of maintenance uh, thing for their industrial customers. We have Procter and Gamble doing some some very cool stuff in the consumer packaged goods, uh, all the way to kind of our airport here in Cincinnati. So uh, we were one of the first young companies to ever uh, be awarded an RFP out of our local airport. Bring some like train tracking capability for their passenger um, passenger train that goes through terminals. So we've been very fortunate. Uh, I think it it, uh, uh, it communicates well. Um, we've, we've had a very high degree of success on the performance, scalability, and security of, of our platform. And being able to, to call these large brands customers, I think, is a pretty good testament to that. Absolutely. And, you know, people can go there and they can see this, and it's very transparent. And someone they'd want to partner with themselves is someone who's in this this space and respected by by people who are working in the same technology spaces. Um, 
So with Losent, you know, you're the co-founder. What kind of brought you to the place you are now? Yeah, so um, my uh, other co-founders and I, we um, we actually did a uh, previous company still in the developer tool space, um, but it wasn't really opinionated on IoT at all. So uh, we spent several years uh, building up a developer platform around a specific technology, but really that was just give us your raw source code and we'll make sure it scales big and scales all over the world. Um, and what was happening was kind of near the end of our tenure there, uh, customers were coming to us and, and this IoT thing was, was relatively new and they're asking us, well, could we use you know your technology at the time to do this IoT thing? And um, if really the answer, you know, we didn't have a really good answer for that. Of course they could, but all those concepts of IoT, you know, devices and data and, and all that stuff that comes along with IoT, they'd have to build all that. And since at the end of the day, they're just giving us source code. So I got us thinking quite a while ago, you know, maybe there's an opportunity here. What would a technology platform specifically tailored to IoT look like? And uh, we're based in Cincinnati in the Midwest, kind of the epicenter of mid-tier manufacturing, healthcare logistics. So, you know, we're able to just reach out in our backyard. We um, interviewed all these companies. They're very welcoming here. So we just kind of walk through the door, talk to them. What does IoT look like to you nowadays? What would a product need to have? Um, we took all that input, um, distilled it down into what a product could be. It looked like a, a really nice um, opportunity. It was a big need in the the, uh, the marketplace for it, and decided um, that was what we wanted to build. Wow! And it's 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 great to see something come come about from from a need, and then just be implemented and be used fairly quickly. Yeah, we've we've definitely all seen those companies that uh, come out of nowhere, and you have to ask yourself, what did anybody want this? Uh, so yeah. we, we definitely. <laughs> We definitely made sure to ask that question. You know, we, we did. We were able to talk directly with, in our neck of the woods here, potential customers. Ask them, "What do you need?" And uh, those were the features that ultimately came back into Losan. So, besides uh, failing quickly and listening to what people actually need, not giving them what you think they need, what are some of the bigger things that you've learned through working in this industry and through working at Losan? Yeah, you know, I think one of the the most interesting things I've learned is is where IoT is. You know, we started this company um, not really knowing which industry within IoT or which industry would adopt IoT uh, the quickest. You know, we created this platform that can tailor to many different industries, and we kind of put it out there and watched. And uh, what was a very interesting learning was very quickly the industrial IoT is the one that um, actually arose as kind of the leader in the IoT space in terms of investment and some of the solutions uh, they're building. And then besides that, uh, what we really identified was there's there's kind of two types of user engagement just generally. There's kind of passive and active. Think of active engagement as an app on your phone. Uh, if you want to interface with, you know, some retail uh, outlet, you kind of got to open uh, the app, open uh, and interface with it to get some kind of value back. And what we found was the real ROI, this was a really interesting learning, is um, kind of the, the passive IoT. So essentially, somehow your customers gain value just because the technology exists. It's around you. It's it's made the experience better. You don't have to actively engage with it at all. And um, I've got a kind of a, a use case for that. It's in our local airport here. We've got some sensors um, in the bathroom, so in kind of the paper towel dispensers. It's counting people as they enter and exit. And Really, the, the problem they wanted to solve was 
you know, it's, it's, it's the year 2018. How is it we can still walk up to a sink, wash our hands, and the paper towel dispenser is empty? Um, the technology <laughs> is simple to solve this, and the airport really wants their vision is, and to quote them, is an unforgettably positive experience. So, to a traveler, they don't have to interface with anything. You know, we, we've probably seen, um, I've seen them at some airports where there's kind of a survey on the way out. You can hit like a smiley face, a frowny face, or a neutral. Uh, these buttons on the way out. That's kind of an active engagement, provides some feedback. Um, but really, this passive interaction, these sensors that they're in the bathroom, travelers have no idea that they're, but the result is they will never uh, be without uh, paper towels when they wash their hands. And the people counter makes sure the, the housing, the cleaning staff is always keeping up on that bathroom based on how many people have interacted with it. Just because the technology is there, they're going to have a much better experience. And um, that's what we really found early on when customers come to us and they kind of present the ideas. If they're kind of in that passive mode, uh, we're going to see a lot more success of that project rather than something like, well, I'd like to build an app and um, kind of push it out to my users. It's, it's tough to get people to install an app now, but, um, but that, that was a really interesting learning that we did throughout this process. Oh, absolutely. And, and again, a testament to, to good, unique observations and simply going for things that work quickly and moving on when things do not work. So if people want to get in touch with Lasant, what is the, the best way? Is it through a website? Is it social media? Yeah, I mean, the, the website's a great way to do it, uh, losan.com. There's a, there's a lot of buttons on there to uh, reach out and schedule demos and talk to us. Um, a really great way uh, coming up here in just a couple of weeks is IoT World, May 14 through 17. We're going to have a, a big booth there and a big team there. Uh, we've got a conference room set aside, and really we're using that as an opportunity to uh, be able to meet and just learn from as many uh, people as possible. So uh, if you do head up, head over to our website, you'll see a, a pretty big call out there. If you happen to be near Santa Clara or happen to be going to IoT World, uh, jump over there and, and schedule some time with us. It doesn't cost anything. We're just quick 30-minute meetings, and you know we're there to learn as much from you. And um, we've got our solutions team there. They've seen basically every type of project under the sun. So hopefully anyone that meets with them can also take away a lot of information. So um, that'd be a really great face-to-face -face way to uh, meet with us. But um, if you're not going to be in Santa Clara, just head to the website, schedule a, a quick demo with our team. We just jump on the phone and chat. Sounds great. Well, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a real pleasure and so interesting. All, all of the things that Losan is doing and, and the different venues that you're involved in. All very cool stuff. Yeah, no problem at all. Thank you again, Juliet. Absolutely. That was Brandon Cannonday. He is the co-founder and CPO at Losant.com. Everyone, thanks again for joining us here on Future Tech Podcast. I have been your host, Juliet Lamar. See you next time. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. 
They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but will showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.